0: Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success the time, the money and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, and welcome back to the School for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Millard. I am just getting back from holidays and let me tell you, I am fired up. I have an episode that I want to bring you that has been a little bit on my mind. And today we're going to be talking about scaling a business and how I feel like we make these mistakes when we're scaling a business and we kind of stumble around. And if you can understand this one concept, I think it would go so much easier and so much faster for you. Here's the thing about doing it right. When we do things wrong, it's painful. We're like, oh man, like that hurt we are, it's very clear to us that like we've made the wrong move, right? But when we do things right, it's like we just kinda check the box. We hit the goal, we breeze past it, we don't notice that it wasn't hard. We don't notice the ease, we're not like, wow, that was so easy, right? because it was easy we're on to the next thing and we're on to the next challenge and our minds focus on challenge and i think that's one of the reasons that a lot of business owners who've gotten it right don't know what to share with people we often just share what we have gotten wrong and then also it's hard to identify like hey i used that technique and that really worked well for me so i mean that's not obviously not always the case or some things that were like oh wow that worked like. You know, I use this technique and I brought in 500 clients and it works fantastic. But in this case, avoiding the tough stuff and avoiding these like pain points. I I think it's harder to notice, but so crucial. Okay, I'm just going to get into it. So here's where my mindset was. A couple of years ago, my husband and I built this house and I like things that look nice. I don't know how to say this. I like things that look nice and I like things that bring comfort to me and I really like my space to like represent me it's like something inside of me has to feel like oh I'm coming home so when we're building this house I'm looking at all these show homes and I'm like wow these bathrooms and specifically the shower is like an entire vibe okay like these tiled showers it's like going to a spa in these houses where you're like walking in and you're like wow the shower is all tiled. It's got this nice lighting. It's like a whole thing. It's intense. And to me, I'm looking at it like, wow, could you imagine that experience of just feeling like you're at the spa every day? Like what kind of life must that experience create for you? I wanted that in the house that my husband and I were designing. And along the way, we found out that the I guess like these tiled showers, while they look gorgeous, they have a nice price tag on them, which I was like, I don't care. I'm willing to pay for the spa at home every day. But it also comes with some problems. And it like if you don't take care of the shower properly or if it's not installed properly, if there's a little bit of an error, it can lead to a leak that, you know, leads to water damage in your house and mold in your house and like all these problems. And so when we decided to build, um, we're looking at it, we decided to forego the shower, even though that was something on my like, my list of like must haves. We do have a bit of tile around it, but mostly it's like, a it's a nice shower, but it's like a white tub surround. Okay. So it's not quite the same vibe. I put some eucalyptus branches in it and try to dress it up, but it, it's just, it's not the same. It's not the same thing as that whole like you know, spa experience. Anyways, what has me thinking about this is we were just on a vacation in Mexico and we were in a hotel and a resort that had the vibe shower experience. It was tiled, it was gorgeous. We walk in and we're like, ooh, look at this. Like this is luxury, right? Except we run the shower and somebody must not have installed the shower properly or sealed the the grout properly because the water seeps out of the shower room down into the hallway of the hotel room. And I'm thinking to myself, "Damn, I am glad that despite the fact that I really wanted this like bougie looking shower in my house, I'm really glad that this is not my problem. That I haven't wrecked my house. I don't have to rip things out. I'm not, you know, paying for years down the road for this thing that looked really nice. And to relate this all back to business. Okay. Like this entire lesson can relate to business. There are so many times when we are growing and scaling a business, building a house, building a business that we look at things and we're like, "Ooh, we really need to have this or this looks so nice. Like I bet this would create an entire experience and like it's flashy and it's fancy and it looks good and we're like, I think I should have it and it costs a lot of money. And we are deciding in those moments when we're scaling businesses to allocate resources to certain places, whether it's to people or software or physical space. Oftentimes we are allocating resources and I don't think we make the best decisions. I will always pick function over fashion, okay? So I will always pick something that is functional, that I know will last over something that is flashy, and I'm hoping to get results from. And I think the key word there is hoping. Okay, so let me tell you how this plays out in business. This plays out in us choosing a wrong location because we're like, ooh, this is in a prime real estate spot. Must have it. But we're not relating it back to our business model and realizing that that specific location, like our business model, doesn't require us to have that specific location. We can be successful without being there, right? It may mean hiring somebody that we're like, ooh, we need to hire... um, you know, this huge social team, except maybe your business isn't there yet. You don't have the cash runway to continue to pay for it until that investment is going to pay off. Maybe it means that you are hiring somebody internal that the business even just isn't ready for. You don't have the customer base yet, but you're hiring an expert within the business. It can be so many decisions, but ultimately we're hiring kind of for that flashiness that like, Ooh, this feels good. Like this means this must mean I'm successful. And it's totally coming. from a place of like projected success like ego instead of like hey my business model I know my business and my business needs this to be successful okay so a really good example is hiring actually just last week from recording this episode I hired a team to help me with TikTok for one of the brands that I own and I decided to hire a team. It was not a cheap investment by any means, but I hired a team that I know gets results. I looked into their background. They were given to me by referral. I looked at the results that they get people and I looked at my business, okay? So I decided on TikTok because I know that we have exhausted another resource that we already have. I chose that platform because I think it's aligned. I know the results are there. Like, there's so many things. I'm not telling you to go get on TikTok. I'm telling you, I did. The background, like, okay, is this really the right move for my business? Are we primed to even sell? Do we have things to sell on the platform if we get, like, you know, traction picks up? I did the math, I did the calculations, I did the planning within my head and on paper to make sure that that was the right investment for me. Not that it was like, well, these guys got results for other people and I want to be successful, so I'm going to hire them, right? Can you see the difference between like function over fashion? I chose function, even though it was like these guys are awesome. We're going to be in Miami. It's going to be so much fun, but it was a well played out investment. So. Whenever you are building and scaling, whether it's a house or a business, I really want you to look at what is, what are you trying to build long-term? Of course, it's going to be fun to hire, like, you know, the the experts in this, but oftentimes when we're making those big investments, I do not want you to be scared. Okay, I'm gonna like stop for a sec. I do not want you to be scared to make the right investments because making the right investments, especially even if they're expensive, can really propel your business. But when you are making investments, no matter the size, because all those tiny little investments that you make, they add up. When you are making them, I really want you to think out whether this is the next right step. Even for example, if you're investing in a course, are you going to do the course? Are you, of course, they tell you what the results are. Yes, people have taken the course and had great results, but that doesn't mean that it's for you or that it's going to get you the same results. Are you going to take the time to do it? Is it a skill set that you need? It's promising you more, you know, more eyes on your business. That's fantastic. But is, are those same methods going to work for you the other people that they got results are they in your industry do they have your experience what really led to the people who took the course having success can you replicate that asking yourself some of those questions instead of just looking like well it worked for somebody else surely it's going to work for me right always looking at the function of like can we actually apply what we're learning can we can we make this work within our business is this the right person to have in the business all of those things, all of those questions. And I really want to just like wave a red flag here because I think often that when we ask ourselves these questions, we come from a mindset. And this is one thing that I'm going to tell you that has led to my success. Okay. When we question ourselves, a lot of the time we as individuals and human beings are afraid of confrontation right? We do not like confrontation, we avoid it at all costs. That's what we talk about people pleasers. And we talk about just saying yes, because it's just easier. And we do the exact same things with ourselves. We do not question we do not test ourselves, because we are scared that if we confront ourselves, and we decide that our decision or that our original thought was wrong, that we are less than or that, you know, we, we maybe don't know everything we thought we did, or we, Hey, maybe we made a mistake. And that's icky, that confrontation, like you definitely don't want to be confrontational to yourself, except being able to do that, being able to question yourself, not so that you can just be like, "Mm, see, you were wrong, but being able to question yourself so that you can be like, Hey, Okay, I didn't think about that part. Let's do this differently. We can, you know, offset that risk by doing this or, oh, maybe I'm going to go with this option instead because I think this is going to play out better. Being able to question yourself and sort of confront the scary stuff, what might go wrong is the ultimate gift in business. Being able to be objective is the ultimate gift and a skill that hands down you should develop. Okay. That's it for today, talking about function. I always look at function. Guys, I like the pretty things too, but when you are scaling, you often do not have the cash runway. I'm gonna tell you, we don't have the cash runway to be reckless with our money. We need to deploy our so- deploy our soldiers well. And to do that, we have to be able to be objective and question ourselves and really make sure that we are making decisions aligned with where we are going. Not just what looks good or like, I hope this works out. And all of that to say, I am just so proud of you because building a business is hard work. Learning these skills are hard work. You're doing what other people aren't ready to do. You know, most people working a nine to five, they're not sitting there and and enjoying being objective and asking themselves like, hey, I said I was going to work out today. Did I actually do it? No way. They're oblivious. So I just want to say I am really proud of you for, you know, taking the leap, doing the scary thing, building a business and then being one of the people who are doing it well. I know if you're listening to this show, you're dedicated to learning and dedicated to growing yourself. And ultimately, I'm just so proud of you. And I hope that this episode, short but sweet, has you know given you a nugget of something that you can apply every single day. And as you build that skill set of objectivity and being able to make you know, sound decisions about growing your business and really looking at the function of things because guys, I, oh, you know, the best of us are attracted to those flashy things, but being objective, I know you're going to lay the greatest foundation and then you're going to have, you know, all that extra cash. You can just do whatever you want with later on, but being able to build that foundation is so, so important. Okay, if you love this episode, I'd love for you to tell me a decision that you've made objectively. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to chat about business. You guys, all of our conversations are confidential. I know oftentimes we're talking about money and talking about being vulnerable, but I share with you my biggest vulnerabilities on these episodes and telling you things that I've done wrong. And I just, I hope you know that you're not alone if you're in that position. So don't be afraid to send me a message and let's chat. And I'm just, I'm rooting for you go out and kill it thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the school for small business podcast that's right I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community and I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run supporting your family and your community and I just love it If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share. I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.